Good morning. It's Friday, June 23rd. Uh, First off, I have to tell you guys, um, people have shown up to hit the five stars on on Spotify. Let me look. Um, Thank you so much for everybody who does that. Uh, Thank you also to everybody who's subscribed on YouTube. Um, I've been invited to the partner program. That's huge. Uh, with Spotify, we're at 362. I think we started the, yes- the, the day yesterday at like 320. Um, so nice 10% increase. You kind of take that, uh, if you could, um, you know, on a stock. So I- I'm super, super happy with you guys kind of showing up on that. I don't know. I-, I don't check Apple podcasts all that much. And to be honest, holy hell, it's hard to figure out, um, uh, figure out the the how to rate yourself on Apple Podcasts, so they just don't make it very simple. I don't know that it has a lot to do with people finding my show, but um, you know, whatever you can. I do have an incentive um, because, I, and I'll tell you, over this weekend, I will start doing a paid newsletter. Not that you need to pay for it. Uh, it is a way of supporting me, but uh, p- starting, uh, I'll, I, I told you guys I'm going to start like a PDF book um, just with uh, things that where you can learn, um, videos that I've watched on YouTube, uh, my setup and specific uh, like explanations of my setup. Remember, the goal of this channel is not to, hey, here's a stock that you can buy and you should buy it at this price. The goal of this, this podcast, the newsletter, everything, the Facebook group, it's to create a system for you that you feel comfortable with. It's to trade, basically to train you um, and teach you how I, how I think of things. Um, it, it's not to, you know, I got a question yesterday about um, the Taser company and, and the person on Facebook wrote back, um, you know, but it's a great company. Here's the thing. Am I going to sound excited over a taser company um, and a body cam company when 40 years of my uh, investing career has been on tech? Um, I'm probably not going to get excited over a taser company. And it's not that, that your, your choice is bad. Um, it's just you have to realize that, that when you ask me to look into a stock and I'll look into the chart, I'll tell you whether it's a good time to enter, whether it's probably a good time to exit. I'll take a look at the PE, look at the overall company. You're getting a five-minute look. The number one rule of this podcast is don't listen to a douche on the internet. Uh, don't listen to other people. It is your money. So the goal of this is to teach you, A, how to trade. What do the charts say? What do they look at? So understanding that. Uh, B, fundamentals matter, uh, but they don't make a huge, huge buying difference in my world. Part of that is I put a note out on Substack last night. Um, And if you don't go to the Substack daily, uh, stockpick.substack.com, you can't read this note because it doesn't come out in your email. It's just a note. Um, But uh, I asked Bard, does PE affect stock price? And I found I, the answer was pretty, you know, standard. Yes, it does. But then I took a look at Finviz and I took a look at year-to-date earnings versus um, PE value of a company. So it's just a way of looking at stocks. But if somebody were to ask me, hey, is Target a great company? Yeah, I'm going to tell you it's a great company. I shop there. Do I know everything about Target? No. 
Do I know who the best cloud uh, chip maker or the best AI chip maker is? Yes, NVIDIA. Do I know who the best consumer products company is? Yes, Apple. Do I know who uh, the largest cloud computing company is? Yes, Amazon. Do I know, um, you know, who, who dominates search? Yes, Google. It's tech. Tech has been my 40-year um, uh, investment. So, so I, I, the philosophy that I always had is people are going to use tech. Tech is going to make things easier. It's the, kind of the Kathy Woods disruption kind of thing. Um, and I've always invested in it. And it has done me well. So please don't take my, eh, it could be better kind of thing. Uh, if you ask me to look in Endeavor, um, you know, anything like that, I could, could be completely wrong. Many times I am wrong. Yesterday, I bought Ulta Beauty. Do I know anything about makeup? Absolutely not. Uh, I, I bought in, you know, it's, it's five figures. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's four figures, high four figures. Um, I just bought some, you know, and if you're not on the Savvy Trader list and, and you don't know about that, uh, the newsletter has some links to the Savvy Trader um, portfolios that I put up. One of them is a portfolio of the core portfolio that I have, have here on TrendSpider. I just bought 100 shares of everything, I think, on Tuesday. Um, and, and essentially, it's like a $600,000 portfolio. Let's see how it does. Uh, if it's up by the end of the year, then you know the Bob story about buying at the peak of the market is absolutely true. Doesn't matter when you buy, just continue to buy. Um, if it's down, maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe it's up in five years. You're going to have to continue to listen and look at this stuff for five years to understand exactly where it's going. Um, but it's a core portfolio of 100 shares of each company. So for instance, Costco trading at 520 is significantly a bigger weight in that than Apple, which is selling at about 180. Because 100 shares of uh, Costco costs you $52,000. 100 shares of Apple costs you $18,000. So equal weight versus a, a uh, market weight actually makes a difference. But the goal, again, the goal of this podcast is to teach you to think for yourself, understand what you're putting your money into, and taking charge and ownership of your own portfolio. Part of that is understanding where you are compared to the indices. What you're seeing on your screen right now is my return. This is Fidelity. Fidelity tracks this for you. So you can see over one month, uh, the S&P is up 0.43. The Dow Jones is down 3.17. The total market is up 0.43. And the NASDAQ composite is up 5.93. The only one I'm not beating is the NASDAQ, and it's only slight. I'm up 5.12. Over three months, the S&P is up 5%. And total market's up 4%. The uh, NASDAQ is up 13%. I am up 16%. I'm beating it all. Over year to date, I'm up 27%. The closest is the NASDAQ up 24. Uh, one year, I'm up 19. The closest is the NASDAQ at 8%. Three year, I'm up 17%. The closest is the S&P at 12.92. Uh, five year, I'm up 14%. You'll see a big red here. And, and just to be clear, that is my HSA account. So this bottom part is the total of the combined accounts. But uh, three years... I'm down 9% in my HSA. The reason, and again, timing matters, and when you get in and out matters. I YOLO'd the, uh, uh, my HSA into ARC funds, and, and I wound up getting, uh, getting burned on that. 
So two things, understand where you're putting your money, understand what your return is versus the indices. If you are not beating those indices and if those indices are just blowing your account away, uh, I will tell you, I have family members where uh, the, the indices blow them away. My suggestion has always been, and it is swallowing your pride, but you have to move uh, a large percentage of your overall portfolio to the indices and then trade the smaller percentage of your portfolio. Reason being is you probably need to hone your skills. And it's not skills like you need to um, you know, understand that uh, you know, buying Apple is better than buying energy. Uh, over the last 10 years, you get lucky in, in things like that. I bought energy at the beginning of this year. So far, energy is down. PXD, Pioneer Resources, is down, down 1.22%. It's under 200. I bought it at 208. But I do understand that the large majority of my buys in my portfolio have been tech, and that's what's winning. So understand, not every a purchase is going to make you a winner. You just have to ride the trends and understanding those trends and getting on and off those things. You don't have to make on, you know, say the market's up 100% and you're up 50%. Um, you know, you don't have to you don't have to beat it. You just have to be happy with what you have. Um if you're if you're underperforming the market, I would tell you, move some to the to the the bigger portion of the market that's actually beating you. So, you know, and that's where the, uh, the, the sectors, the spider sectors come into play. Um, understanding the spider sectors and all of that, I have a watch list on that as well. Um, so go and read that note. It's on Substack about PE. I do think that it's interesting. Uh, it's at dailystockpick.substack.com. Uh, I do think that it's interesting. Yesterday, I bought Ulta. Well, let's look, let's look at SPY real quick. We had that button hook. We are still in on the four-hour algorithm. The reason is it has moving averages in order to get you out. We're capitulating up here at around 436. Right now, the market, the S&P would open up 433, so it's down slightly, 0.7%. Uh, it is not probably not coming down to this 427 today, but I would say if I move this volume shelf over here for the short term, uh, the, 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 if it breaks 434, I think you get down to that 427 level. And that's where I think you're going. If, if you get down b below this, uh, you know, towards the, the bigger shelf area, which is 413, then I think you're in danger of, or I shouldn't say danger, but I'd load up because the reason it's coming down so much is because your, uh, your, your market leaders, Apple, Amazon, uh, Google, um, Nvidia, they're all down more than 1%. Microsoft is down 1.3%. Um, you know, the chips are down. Uh, you know, Target is even down 1%. Tesla is down almost 2%. Uh, I am holding HIBS, HIBS. I will sell HIBS by the end of the day. Uh, HIBS is trading right now at $4.22. Uh, I bought it at $4. I will get out of this. This is a triple levered bear uh, ETF on the S&P. At some point in time, I will uh, sell this today. Yesterday, I bought Ulta. I bought at $434.50. Uh, right now, at $454.50, sorry. It's trading at $455. I'm up slightly. Eh, I don't know. I'll, I'll hold this one because I do think that, remember I said, when you buy a stock, always have your exit plan in mind. 
my exit plan on the downside would be 440. If it goes down below this gap, I know that this gap isn't getting filled right now, and that gap down here at 426 is going to get filled. If it gets up to the upper side of this gap, which is 483, which would make me about 6%, I believe, 6 or 7%, I'll hold it. It's a good company with good products, with good earnings, and good management. Uh, the reason it came down is they just said, hey, uh, we, we expect it to be a little weaker, the, the consumer to be a little weaker. Well, you know, again, I wish I'd gotten it at this 417. I'd be doing really well right now, uh, but I waited 440, 450, I, I'm okay with. Um, Sherry gave, sent me a, she bought uh, Ulta and Elf yesterday, ELF. ELF has just been a monster, an absolute monster. But again, Sherry knows makeup. Your boy here doesn't know makeup. Uh, the women know makeup. Ask the women in your life about Elf and Ulta. Uh, I know Ulta, you, you go to a mall, the Ulta stores, they're, they're packed, packed. Um, and, and Elf, you know, Elf is one of the brands that that's sold in there. It's just been a monster. There's a video uh, from from Yahoo Finance that Sherry sent me yesterday that I actually liked. I watched. Made me interested in Elf. Uh, not at these prices. I'd like it to get back down here below 100 to actually get into it. I just don't know that I'll have that opportunity, but it's not one also. I don't use the product, so I'm not super. You have to be patient. Patience makes the, the investor. Uh, Estee Lauder in the, um, the, the, the beauty business. This is one that also uh, some of the women in my life have mentioned that they enjoy. Um, it's big in China. And the China reopening, uh, not reopening, is what killed this one. You can see that gap down there. Uh, if this gets to over 200, and it did here, but it pulled right back. It got to, you know, the high was 201.56. 200 is that resistance level. If it breaks that resistance level and starts entering into this gap, I think you fill that gap from 209 up to 240. So I'll, I'll be watching this one. I'll set an alert on TrendSpider. Again, TrendSpider, if you don't have TrendSpider and setting alerts, don't sit there and watch charts all day. Set the alert. It's super, super simple. Uh, Evercore. Last night, I was listening to uh, somebody from Evercore. There were three stocks, he said, um, and, and I'll tell you in order that he said. Amazon. Uh, Amazon yesterday had a big announcement. They were up. Uh, it closed at 130.12. It's trading at 129. I'd like to see you buy it anywhere below 120. Um, it would ha we would have to see a market pullback for it to get down there. But I do think even if you bought it up here, if we go and look at a weekly chart of Amazon, you're just at the 200-day. The 200-day right now is going to play some resistance level right now with that. And your resistance is at 132. So it will play some resistance there. If we're going to see a pullback, I think we see it back here to about the 110 level or so. So be patient. That 50-day on the weekly is just starting to turn positive. The 200 is still positive. But this all-time highs are around 180. So I, I still think that you have room to run. Here's about Amazon. They made an announcement yesterday that they will make a big play, $100 million, into the AI space. Essentially, what they've said is they will uh, have an AI partnership that will bring focus uh, to their AWS cloud members. Essentially, just in layman's terms, as I understand it, they are hiring employees and they are uh, partnering with AI companies 
to allow those people that use the AWS cloud uh, to integrate AI into their business on the cloud. So you're a small company, you want to use the, the AWS cloud, you're trying to decide between Microsoft Azure, Google, and AWS. AWS is offering you employees and AI services as part of the AWS cloud. You might go with them. So it's a good way. The, the reason the stock was up yesterday is I think it's a differentiator. I think it's a reason for people to either stay or to move to AWS Cloud. Uh, because let's be honest, AWS, Microsoft Azure, and Google from a layman's term, it's all cloud storage. It's just servers that are backed up, that are uh, you know at, at, at available to you as long as you have a connection to the internet. I think it's huge. Uh, so I do want to see you in Amazon. I think Amazon's a winner. I think they don't have a demand problem. I think they have a cost problem and they will get that under control. Evercore's second pick is Uber. It is down 0.35% today. I know I say buy this under 40. I might buy this over 40. Uh, I need to have patience. I know that. I just don't know that it's going to get back under 40. Uh, this one, as they come closer to earnings on July 31st, if they announced that they actually made money on July 31st, which they could, they absolutely could announce that. I think you see this as a $50 stock when they announced that they made money. So am I upset that I didn't get it under 40? Probably not. It's probably one that I want to enter in. Another one that I don't own and the third one that Evercore brought up is Meta. And I just, I, I got out of this in December. Uh, with it, no, I'm sorry, I got out of this well before December. It was during the gap, and I need to go to a weekly to really show you the gap. Um, uh, well, maybe it's a daily, but it, I mean, it's been a while. I think it was January 2021. It was what caused um, uh, this one to to fall. It was uh, let's see, February 2022, um, and and the market just followed it. But this one goes all the way to 314. You're going to see it cover this gap. And so I think Meta's got momentum. If you don't know about the cage match uh, between Elon and Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Elon's plan is to use the walrus move, which is just to smother a uh, little tiny Zuck. Um, my money's on Zuck. Uh, Zuck's kind of a monster. And I, I, you know, I, I, I don't see Elon actually uh, fighting. I see him more wrestling. I see Zuck throwing punches. I see Zuck as the dirty one. So, um, but those are the three companies that Evercore thinks Amazon, Uber, and Meta. I completely agree. I, I don't think you'll lose on those in five years if you just buy them today. Uh, LNG, which is Chenier Energy, I saw Jim Labenthal talk about, uh, talking about it yesterday. And he made sense. He's not doing LNG based on um, uh, liquid natural gas uh, or any natural gas play. He's doing it on shipping and exporting. So taking cheap natural gas that's here in the United States and exporting it to Europe specifically. Uh, we are heading into the winter after this summer, uh, which is a fact. If somebody wants to debate the science of that one, we will do it. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure there's somebody on Twitter who would argue that fact. Maybe they're in Australia. But Europe is heading into a winter. They will not have Russian gas. Uh, it's just a fact. Uh, I don't think Ukraine's going to all of a sudden come into play where the Russians back out of Ukraine. So this LNG, you're probably coming up here to the 160s. 
Anything under 150, I think you could buy in this. And then as we go into the winters, you're seeing it right here. I mean, if I just draw this at, at 150, um, you'll see it's clear. This is the price to buy over and under. Right there. Uh, you've gotten under, over, under, over, under, over, under, and you're still under. So you, you, at 141, great buy. At 149, you're still fine. I think you get up to this 160. So uh, you don't have a huge, uh, uh, huge dividend, but you do have a good company. Um, JEPQ, J-E-P-Q. Now, this is one of those covered calls like Spy Eye, uh, which we went over the other day. But JEPQ has been a monster. Plus, you're getting, let me see, a 12% dividend, something like that. Let me see. Um, JEPQ, it's basically the, the um, uh, NASDAQ equity. You're getting a 9% dividend, but your growth in this one has been huge. Uh, 45 to 47, just in what, two months? I mean, plus you're getting 8% dividend. It's doing very well. Uh, I would like to see you uh, buy it lower. I will be putting up a, um, a, a TrendSpider watch list of all the covered call indexes that I know of. So we can scan those. We can see good entries. We can see when to get in, when to get out based on the algorithm. Uh, we can use the 65 minute on that, but I'll be putting that in today. Um, I like these on pullbacks. I don't like you to buy them uh, and necessarily hold them. You can see when you get the dividends, um, read up on each individual one, but I don't think you're, you're, you're hurting yourself by getting in and out of these. Um, plus, you get a huge dividend. It's kind of like PXD. You can stay in PXD uh, and collect an 11% dividend. Yeah, it hurts to lose the actual, um, you know, the, 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 the value of this one. But I do think that energy at some point comes back. So uh, Oracle, I wanted to talk about, you know, yesterday what, what started me with the PE was Oracle, looking at Oracle. Now, it's gotten that button hook. Uh, I don't think that you buy it into here. And I've said, hey, I I'm not sure. I think you could buy it long term here and still be fine. Your ex-dividend date is coming up on July 11th. Not a huge dividend. But what I wanted to point out to you with Oracle was um, they have seen at all time highs to, you know, their all time high is 127. You're trading at 120, 119 right now. Um, but 127 is the all time high. You're 5% away from that. But look at the insider sales uh, just since June when they started hitting that 125, 121, 120. That's over $800 million of sales from insiders. Uh, mostly Larry Ellison, uh, Lawrence Joseph Ellison, as I should say. But that's huge. Uh, I think you wait up um, until uh, this one you know, comes back down to uh, fruition. But what's interesting is it's holding up. This this downturn here is because he sold eight hundred million dollars. Uh, you know the company has a market cap of three hundred and twenty eight billion, so it's like two percent of the actual um, you know market cap that he sold. Motley Fool has added Shopify into their top. Basically, it's the they they say if you're starting a portfolio, these are the ten stocks to do. Now, my dad, we looked at it yesterday. I think he pays two hundred dollars for uh, $200 a year for Motley Fool. So I post the articles in the private Facebook group. So the least you can do is pay me $7 a month because I, I provide you guys with all the information from that, that subscription. Um, 
But uh, Motley Fool added Shop. I still think Shop under 60 is the way to buy it. I don't think you're doing yourself any disfavor by buying it here at 62 if you're looking to hold it long term. I do think that this one gets, a, it's a good company with good products. Um, the earnings, questionable. But I do think that you get up to 100 on this stock. That what they did uh, recently was they cut their distribution arm. That's the cost. That's what was costing them. By the time they have their next earnings on July 24th, I expect to see their costs come down and them to start making money again. So I posted in the Facebook group the 10 stocks that are in there, Airbnb, uh, PayC, Shopify, Tesla, Trading Desk, Amazon, Apple, Disney, IDXX, NVIDIA. I will put those in the newsletter. Subscribe to the newsletter. I will put those, that list of stocks. If you're new to investing, that's a list you should absolutely 100% be invested in. It's 10 stocks. So uh, chat GPT portfolio, they've been silent. And that's why I haven't brought it up on the podcast recently. Uh, they posted yesterday. Uh, it's back live. Uh, what I noticed yesterday when they started posting was there are comments from people who have gotten in and out uh, of this and they are severely underperforming um, the, the S&P. So I want you to be, again, they have 27, what they say is, Matt, due to the returns and the picks and demands of managing a $27 million portfolio, we haven't had time to post on Twitter. Well, that kind of makes sense. I mean, what they're doing is they're taking private money and they're investing it for other people. And so that's where they, you know, 35,000 people, they, they communicate with regularly. Uh, Twitter, eh, nobody's paying them. So I don't blame them. Um, it, it is interesting. One of the things that I found interesting was one of the picks from this week is SH, which is a, a pro share short of the S&P. And that, that got you in, uh, looks like earlier this week, we got in at $14. It said $14.17. Uh, Hibs right now is at $4.21. Uh, so it opened up at $4.21. Looks like it's taking a, a little downturn. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, interesting that it picked there. I want to go over some picks here of recently. Roblox is under 40. Roblox clear, under 40, buy it. Doesn't have confirmation right now. Go on a shorter term chart stock uh, stock chart. But I, I don't. It, if you want to buy it today, I don't think it's dangerous to hold it over the weekend. Roblox under forty. The RSI is at forty one. The MACD is right on that oscillator line. Disney under ninety. This is one in my mind. Again, this is one of the ones that Motley Fool says having a core portfolio. It's at $88. This is kind of you're seeing this this bottom put right back here in December. Um, let's go back to the October, the October lows, uh, where you got to October. This was just under 100, got back over 100. I'll be adding more. I think under 90 is not a bad price. It's tough to recommend because they do have a cost problem. But these are the only guys who will be able to get betting into. The second ESPN announces that betting, uh, you know, they're, they're in a partnership with a betting platform like DraftKings, holy F, this one's going to take off. Uh, PXD is under 100, uh, under 200, I'm sorry. I continue to say the 11% dividend, it's worth it to take a risk on this one um, in small doses. It's energy. I just don't know when energy comes back, but you know, every time that oil goes up, this one starts to go up as well. It kind of teases us. 
Taiwan Semi. It's under 100. Well, it was under 100. It's over 100 again. So uh, Taiwan Semi, I think you're good in buying chips. This one in particular, uh, over anything under 100, I think you pull the trigger. Um, Palantir, uh, it has pulled back. Um, And Palantir, I think you have an opportunity to get in when it finds confirmation. Look at this. The algorithm just got you out of Palantir with an 80% gain. $7.82 back here on May 8th. You're right now, June 23rd, so just under two months, 80% gain. Holy F. I know some people are still in this one. I probably would have gotten you out with that button hook there on June 16th, up around $16. I do think that this is a $25 stock when you get to it. Baba, uh, with the AMR uh, thing from SoftBank, I think this one, anything under 90, I think you pull the trigger. You can see clear bottoms here at around $80. Are you upset at getting it at 84? I don't know. I mean, I've been burned on this one before. I may get back in just because it looks too good. Starbucks is an interesting one. It's under 100 at $99.40. You can see there's a clear, clear support at about 95 here. You got this one. I'll put the line in here. So you got uh, three, three trend lines one uh two and then three you hit three there so 97 their uh, baristas are going on strike today so uh carmax kmx they reported earnings they were good it's up 10 percent in the market today i don't know what that means for carvana but carvana is one that was said to have uh, gone ba- be going bankrupt they've been holding in there I mean, this one at $7.34. If you got in at Carvana at $7.34, again, they were said to be going bankrupt. So most people were short on this one. But $7.34, you're at $24 right now. You're down 4% in in the pre-market. This one got all the way up to $28 here. So uh, I think that's that's an interesting one. Um, I'll bring up 3M. I don't like this stock. They've got too many lawsuits against them. They settled with the uh, forever companies, with the utilities. But there's still a ton of lawsuits out there. This is a falling knife. If you're in this company, I'd get out. I mean, just ethically, I, I just think it's a horrible company. So um, I'll, I'll leave it in there. But eh, it, it, it's up slightly today just because they settled the lawsuit. Boeing. If you're in Boeing, I'd get out. Um, here's the thing. Uh, th- their, their contractor... Um, Spirit Aerosystems, and I think Joe would confirm this in the private Facebook group too. Spirit Aerosystems, who makes the fuselage for Boeing planes, they their machinists just went on strike, so they've stopped making fuselages. Boeing has not currently, to date, pulled back their um, uh, their production schedule, but when they do, you're going to see it go down. This will be under $200, easily under $200 in the next two weeks. Uh, they are pulling back um, the making of their future... 80% of the workers at Spiro Air Systems voted against the contract, so they're on strike. So I, I get out of Boeing. Uh, I just don't think it's worth staying in there right now. I think you can easily get back in under $200. So sell it, buy back in if you like it. Ford announced they'll be cutting jobs. Um, I don't know if it was a report, but they'll be cutting jobs. The good news is, um, and, and this was just the Tesla bump when they announced the Tesla stuff, from 12 to 14. Big move. You're seeing that that button hook right here. 
I think this is the secondary move that you're going to start to see. July 26th is their next earnings. By that time, I expect them to announce cost-cutting measures uh, and cutting the cost is what essentially um, Ford needs. Okay, so let's get into uh, Brandon, Brandon stuff because Brandon just popped on and said good morning, so I'll, I'll, I'll high-five him. IONQ, it is up 10% today. IONQ, I still have no clue what these guys do. I don't think I've looked up the, uh, the fundamentals on this. I know they're not making money. Um, yeah, they're losing 71 million. It's a computer hardware company. Um, IONQ, it is up 173% year to date. Um, just in our algorithm, it just got you out with a 69% gain. So maybe Brandon's still holding it, but it looks like it may be going for a second leg, a second run. Let's look at long-term on this one. I am not in this one. I don't plan on getting into this one. Uh, I think he's YOLOing it. Um, but IONQ, there were a couple of people. It's been nuts. Uh, what I want to show you is the 65-minute algorithm on this one because I do think that this one could absolutely be traded in the 65-minute algorithm, and it will save you on the downturn. Uh, the good news is that if you bought uh, you know, eight months ago, uh, you're up 87% on IONQ uh, if you just bought and held. The algorithm makes you uh, go in and out 91 times <laughs> because it's that volatile. Uh, it makes you an average win of 5.97%. Uh, your average loss is 1.79. So you're limiting your losses. Uh, over 90 positions, over uh, eight months, you make 74%. The 65-minute algorithm is meant to protect you on day trades. And I showed it earlier on YouTube where I have a 65-minute scan where you can scan any one of my watch lists and see which stocks are within a buy on the 65-minute algo. So I do want to make sure that you guys know that that's available in TrendSpider. If you sign up for TrendSpider, I give you access to all of this stuff. Um, Highway asked on Facebook. Uh, not the highway in Philadelphia that ironically is opening, but highway asked about uh, Facebook uh, uh, PBR, uh, which is Petro Brazil. It's basically a Br Brazilian oil company. Uh, I posted uh, to his uh, his asking about it on Facebook. I posted an on the tape podcast where Dan, um, I forget his last name, but he's on CNBC all the time. Uh, he actually talks with um, the guy, one of the guys from. Uh, the big short, Danny Morris, I think his name is. Um, he talks with him. He's heavily into this. Uh, and, and the reason he's heavily into this is because he believes that um, Brazilian oil uh, is, go is basically the, the outlier. Uh, Russian oil is pulling back. Um, the Saudis are pulling back. Um, so he thinks that this one is completely undervalued. Now, the dividend on this is 20 freaking percent. So you're getting paid a huge dividend while it's going up in value and it's going up big. You're up 50% on this if you just bought with the algorithm. Um, the, the algorithm over two years makes you 15%, but you're up 20% uh, if you bought two years, years ago and held. So he's a big believer in it. Go listen to that podcast. You can hear him talk about other Brazilian uh, investments that they make um, with some of the inflation stuff. Just know it's foreign. I know nothing about this. I think it's a huge dividend. Uh, I have not been investing in it. Uh, you can look at the fundamentals here. The PE is two. It, the forward PE is five. Uh, the average target price is 13. Currently, it's trading at 14. Uh, I don't know that you necessarily get into this. You can see 
June 21st, Goldman upgraded it from neutral to buy without a price target. Uh, in June, JP Morgan upgraded it neutral to overweight with a $15 price target. In June, Morgan Stanley equal to overweight with a $16.50 price target. Um, insiders aren't selling. You know, go and read about it. I think it's got a lot of retail interest right now. I think it's getting pumped up. You got gaps all the way up in this. Just realize you're kind of taking taking it uh, taking a little bit of risk there. Uh, but energy. Uh, you know, Danny more, Danny made sense when I listened to that podcast. Now, uh, Reed asked on Facebook, PYXS, I have no idea what this does, but PYXS, uh, he specifically said, Hey, it's Nancy Pelosi stock, which if you know, the Pelosi's, you know, Paul is the genius investor that always seems to invest in stocks, uh, or get out of stocks prior to legislation being, um, being, uh, announced. Uh, it's just uncanny. How great an investor this guy is based on the news. Um, yeah, PYXS, they're losing $108 million. It's a healthcare buy and tech company. Uh, it's up 93% year to date. My guess is Pelosi's kind of probably been buying at the bottom here. Uh, the, the low is 110. I bet he got it at 111. Uh, the high is $6.92. Probably that pop when he started buying it right around there. Uh, it's been taking a hit down. Um, the average target price is eight dollars and sixty-seven cents, but all of that, all of that, is from twenty twenty-one. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, now Pfizer, which is a ten percent owner, uh, bought on March seventeenth uh, one thousand eight hundred and eleven shares. Uh, the value is five million bucks. So Pfizer put five million bucks into this. Pfizer putting $5 million into a, a company like this, it is a super small company. They are losing $108 million. Their market cap is $108 million. Expect to get diluted. 11% short interest. Um, not huge, but large enough that I'd be afraid to get in. It, it's a Pelosi stock. You're taking it on the chin here. I do think that you have an opportunity to probably lose more money than you have to gain more money. So that would be my take on it. It's a super, super small cap stock. So Reed, I'd be careful. I don't necessarily follow the Pelosi's because A, I'm pissed off that, that anyone in our house um, or Senate can do this kind of shit. And it happens all the time. Uh, they absolutely should be uh, you know, up under insider trading rules. So uh, scans today, UNH. Uh, gotten, you know, it's a secondary, it's a new cross up 479. I think you buy this on, I told you to buy it under 460. I think it comes back here and covers all the way to 490. You know, are, are you upset that you bought it at 481? No. Is it going to go down to probably 470 again? Probably at some point in time. It's healthcare. It, it, you know, you look at the weekly on this one, it's still in an upward trend. That two, it's not even back to its 200 day. You're just capitulating here. It's a $500 stock at some point in time in the next year or two. So I'll, I'll sit in that one. Uh, I, I currently own it, I think, at 485 uh, Activision Blizzard on day two of the trial uh, with Microsoft. This one's going to fill the gap all the way up here to 85 So 81 if you want to buy it at 81 you think it's going to hit 85 kudos to you. Uh, I, I, I've been saying all the way down here when it gapped down, when the EU said, Hey, this is bad. Uh, this is not going to go through. I said, they still get $3 billion when the deal, uh, get, gets thrown out. Uh, and the UK is the one that just bounced it out, but the EU approved it. 
So I, I don't think that this one, I think it goes through at 95 bucks and at 81, you can cover that gap all the way up to 85. And if it goes through on July 11th or 12th, like uh, the, the um, FTC thinks it will, then you get $95. Great trade. Great trade. So uh, that's the podcast sponsors. If you are paying more than $25 a month for Visible, then go to the link tree or just look down below and uh, you'll see uh, you know, a link to the link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick. You'll see it visible right here. Get $20 off your first month of service. It's as low as $5 for the first month. That's the first sponsor. Second sponsor is TrendSpider. The link right here gets you 25% off. If you like uh, my entries in white, the exits in green, hopefully, but there are exits in red uh, and performance trackers, you can get the, all of this. Um, Tesla is a great example of the algorithm. Um, the algorithm uh, over two years makes you 113% in Tesla. You know what you make over two years, 24 months in Tesla if you just bought and held? 14%. It's got 25 positions. Uh, you at your average win is 25%. And you're still not out of this current run. So if you like TrendSpider and you like this kind of stuff, sign up below. Uh, it is around $400 a year. So understand you do have to have a, a big enough account to trade. If you've got a $500 account that you're trading in, TrendSpider is not your thing. Uh, go and get some free tools, uh, hone your skills. And then once your account gets up to, I'd say between 10 and, and 15,000, I think you can comfortably spend the money on, on TrendSpider and it will save you that amount of money. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, sign up for the newsletter. Go read this, this note from yesterday, but the newsletter is, um, I think it's pretty good. Invite your friends. I will be starting paid content this weekend. It, trust me, if you don't think that, that my advice is worth it, do not subscribe. Um, I'm not looking to make money off of this. I accidentally turned on paid content. So I want to pay back the people who actually subscribed and paid um, with some, some type of content. So every weekend I'll be doing at least one uh, newsletter just for paid content. And I'll make them archivable. So if you sign up, you can absolutely read it. Think of it like a book. You're going to read this, this kind of quote-unquote PDF, and you're going to understand how I look at things, um, my system uh, of looking at stocks, of finding stocks on TrendSpider, of finding stocks on Finviz, which is free. Um, you know, Again, it, if you want to join and you want to support, support me and, and you've made money and you don't want to tip me, just sign up for the, uh, the newsletter. I think it's $7 a month or $70 for the year. So in my mind, it's not that much. I'm not putting it, you know, seven bucks. I mean, it's a fast food meal, you know, maybe get some, some chicken soup one day for a couple of bucks, bring a can of soup and pay me seven bucks. So if you have any questions, hit me up. I hope you guys have a good weekend. Um, and I will talk to you later. I will be getting rid of Hibs at some point in time today. Uh, and I probably will buy another stock. So I don't know. I'll, I'll let you know. Take care. See ya.